The following podcast is rated R for ridiculous. Parental discretion is advised. What's your spaghetti policy? I am your host, Alex. And normally, you would uh, hear a voice reciprocating that says, I am Jacob. But he contracted brain AIDS, and he is out of commission for the evening. Uh, But he should be back next week. Uh, He has to be. Under contract, he has to be. Or I will void it and find a new host. Maybe. Maybe not. So the suspense is going to kill him. Uh, but I just figured I would ride this thing solo. We'll make it a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Um, but first and foremost, I have to make a correction from last week. We were talking about board games and I accidentally called trouble. Sorry. Uh, trouble is the one with the pop-o-matic and, uh, we called it sorry. And it had some people upset. Um, my wife, she loves trouble. And so I am apologizing or incorrectly calling it sorry. So I just figured I would uh, talk about what's going on in my world this week. Um, and it's going to be the ultimate debate uh, with one person. Can you debate yourself? I feel like a, a sociopath because I'm just sitting here talking in a microphone to myself. But eh, it's okay. I've been called worse today. Um, so... Popeye's Chicken, they released a chicken sandwich this week, and I know when Jacob listens to this, he's going to flip his shit. He's going to have a conniption, because we had almost the closest thing you could have to a knockdown, drag-out brawl over text messaging. Uh, He was not happy. He did not agree with anything that I said, but, you know, that's on him. That ain't on me. Because uh, I'm here and he's not. And so what I say is the gospel right now. Um, so Popeye's Chicken, which for anyone who doesn't know already, is my favorite chicken fast food restaurant. It has been my whole life. And there actually wasn't one where I live now for a long time. The closest one that we had was in a uh, a truck stop station. Uh, but then we finally got our own, like, actual standalone, um, right about five years ago, maybe. Um, and I like Chick-fil-A, but uh, as I will discuss, I do have some issues with Chick-fil-A. But anyways, um, so Popeye's came out with their version of a chicken sandwich. And your first question is, how does Popeye's in the year 2019 not have a chicken sandwich well because they perfected the chicken strip so they didn't need anything else um but you know you got to change it up every once in a while you got to keep your menu fresh so they came out with it and i saw it on twitter on monday and it was all over my timeline and it was everyone was talking about how good it is and you know there's always that that part where you're curious but then 
there's like a lot of hype behind it. So you go in and you're like, there's no way it's going to be this good. So I went in on Tuesday uh, and I got me a combo. Uh, you can get it in two ways. You can get it regular with mayonnaise, which get the fuck out of here because I hate mayonnaise. It, it literally will make me gag sometimes. It's disgusting. And the thought of it is making me like just like dry heave, but I'm holding it in. I hate mayonnaise. Um, and the second one is the spicy, but I, I think it's just a regular chicken uh, filet or chicken breast, but it's uh, has hot salt, like a spicy sauce on it. Uh, unlike their regular chicken strips that have uh, the spice inside of the breading. This may have had it in there too. I don't. I don't really remember. Um, but uh, I will note that it was extremely fresh, and I mean like. I bit into it and the hot grease like burned my esophagus. Uh, that's how fresh the sandwich was. So that probably helped. Because um, sometimes you go in and the chicken's been sitting there for a while and it's not the fresh freshest thing out there. But I mean, it's fast food, so ex- expecting you know cook to order stuff isn't uh, isn't what you should expect when you go in and you eat fast food. Um, but uh, the thing is huge uh, in comparison. It's almost double the size of a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. And, um, it's like gargantuan. Um, but I got it. I got the spicy cause I ain't no bitch. And I took a bite and it was like, you ever eat something and it like changes your life. Like it, it was borderline that I'm hands and I'm not exaggerating. It's probably the greatest chicken sandwich I've ever eaten in my life. It is so freaking good. And now, again, the benefit to that is it was extremely fresh, extremely, extremely hot, uh, both temperature. Uh, the, as far as the spice goes, it wasn't until I got towards the end where a lot of the spice was at the at the bottom of the bun um, came in. But it is legit. Like, the hype was real, uh, and they're open on Sundays. So, But I felt like I had eaten an, like an entire, like, five or ten chickens like it was it's huge i was very full uh and i got extra fries because i had to wait um longer than normal but it is so good so if you are near a popeyes i cannot recommend their chicken sandwich enough it is delicious uh like two thumbs up from me Uh, i want another one but i think if i get another one i'm gonna have to skip a meal because um, it was, it was very filling. Um, but Jacob got very upset with me because he took my, uh, chicken talk as the, that I didn't like Chick-fil-A, but I do like Chick-fil-A. I like Chick-fil-A a lot. Um, but I do think that Chick-fil-A is a tad bit overrated. Um, I think there is a a cult-like mentality around Chick-fil-A and people are afraid to criticize because they love it so much. And it's weird too, because like growing up McDonald's was the place that, you know, little kids would go cause they had the playground. But like now everybody goes to Chick-fil-A except on Sundays. Um, and they look, their food's good. Their food is absolutely, it's delicious. And if you get it on the, like on the right day when they, when it's like, really fresh it's really really good but 
and I, and I guess the the entire experience that you get at a Chick Fil A is really good too, because the, the people are always nice ninety nine percent of the time. They're nice, and your food is on average better than average. Like on a scale of one to ten, your food is almost always at least a seven. Um, and you know that's part of the risk when you go to eat fast food is are you going to get it on a good day or a bad day? Probably more times six out of ten you're going to get it on a bad day. And that, you know, with Popeyes, I love Popeyes, but more often than not, it's probably on a, on a five scale on a, on a five, out of one to 10, it's probably a five where Chick-fil-A on most days is a seven. Uh, and you know, you can also get ice cream and milkshakes. I mean, y'all, everyone has eaten at a Chick-fil-A, not everyone, but most people, uh, have eaten at a Chick-fil-A. So you know what it is, but their waffle fries are rarely good. And I know that's like blasphemy to some people, but um, I would be, I, I'll go on record to say that their waffle fries are trash. I'll eat them, um, and if if they are fresh, they're good. But they don't they don't put enough salt on them. They're typically overcooked, or they're undercooked, or they're cold. Almost. I would say a good eighty percent of the time, like you can get like the freshest sandwich or the freshest nugs. And your waffle fries will be not great, and that that is I, I'm not I'm not down with that because I love potatoes, um, and I love fries. But can we just like hold off on some of the hype with Chick Fil A? Like it's good, it's good. But if I'm being honest, I would not put Chick Fil A in the top three. I wouldn't put it. I would put it third out of the top. Like there's Popeyes. I'm not going to tell you what the second one is, and then there's Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A, you can argue me down and say that Chick-fil-A is two, but I'm, in terms of pure chicken quality, Popeye's is the best. It's the best. And you will never change my mind. Um, I've been eating Popeye's my entire life, and it's the best. And so that is that. And I'm sure Jacob will want to uh, debate me, but I'm not, I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to listen to his shit. Because he had his chance, but he contracted brain aids. Because this is what is a lesson for you folks. If you stay inside all the time and you don't socialize and you live in a cave, uh, and then you come out in public once a week uh, without your hazmat suit on, which he typically does when he's here, um, you are uh, you can get you can contract deadly diseases. But he didn't get the brain aids here. He got that somewhere else because he does some things he has some fetishes the great the, the best part of him about him not being here is that i can just say whatever and everyone will take it as the truth because i would never lie to you ever that's next week and that's another thing i'm so disappointed he had to go get get sick and like we had we had over i think it was three pages almost three complete pages full of lies that people had submitted but that's next week um, and I was thinking about this too. Uh, we were talking about McDonald's and stuff. Do you guys remember when McDonald's had Nintendo 64 kiosk there? It was crazy cool. I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I was. Uh, speaking of video games, we haven't touched it yet. But uh, if you're not aware and you live under a rock, which, you know, that's possible. Um, recently, a 10th grader won $3 million by playing Fortnite. And I've had people ask me my thoughts on that. 
Well, my first thought is, I've been trying to tell you people for years, the video games are awesome, and they were the future. I mean, they show esports on ESPN, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't like Fortnite, by the way, so don't ask me to play. Um, but this kid, he won $3 million. Like, think about that. $3 million. I will probably never earn $3 million in my life. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but that's crazy just to think about. As an, he's, I think he's fixing to go into 11th grade. Um, and, you know, there was the whole thing where, you know, that's that's more money than Tiger Woods took home from winning the Masters this year. And they're like, well, it's not real. Well, that's another debate for another time. But if Fortnite's like the biggest thing in in the video game industry right now, uh, it's like a juggernaut. I don't get it, but it is. Um, and um, you know, if that's what the pot was, then that's what the pot was. Um, I'm sorry that golf is boring and that Tiger Woods didn't get three million dollars for winning the Masters. That's not Fortnite's fault. That's the PGA's fault. Um, but you know. Good for that dude. Jealous, but I think I saw where he played. He played something like six hours a day, even in school, like on school nights. And I love video games. Video games kept me out of trouble as a kid. Um, I view video games as the same medium as watching a TV show or watching a movie or or whatever. You know, it's, it's my big hobby. Um, I love – I will be that old man – in the nursing home when I'm like with with my wife and she'll have her little bed and I'll have my bed and I'm just <laughs> I, screw bingo and screw checkers I'm gonna be playing on like the PlayStation 12 or whatever it is by the time I'm in my 80s uh, just because I love video games as long as I'm able to play them and and I can su- support my family and do everything else and all my bills are paid then then it's not a problem because there are worse things people than playing video games and it's 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 kind of weird too because growing up there was that stigma uh especially in the as a 90s kid uh there's the stigma that you know video games are bad they're for children and you people could not be more wrong but i mean that that goes with everything that you eventually find out you know that oh yeah video games are great i mean i remember the first video game i ever played was with my dad he had an old sega master system and we played rambo and hang on and uh, i was hooked i was hooked back then and you know it's still it's people just there are people who are still naive who are like oh my god you play video games i can't believe you play video games as opposed to what knitting smoking crack getting drunk like look people you're allowed to do whatever you want to do i'm not going to get on my soapbox but i can uh if you want to drink by all means do that go ahead drink but i would rather go out and spend 65 dollars on a game than go and spend 80 dollars on a bar tab i've felt that way pretty much my whole life i still feel that way now um i also you know, you, you try, you know, you work really hard to not try to judge people, but we all do it. But uh, I try really hard to live by the thing, the the motto or the phrase. It's 
you know, don't judge me unless you want to be judged because you ain't perfect. And, you know, if you're most people my age and below, they don't really have a problem with it. Um, it's it's the olds, if you will. But, you know, I don't even know what started that. Oh, the uh, the, the Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, look, great. Not gonna, I'm not gonna say I'm not jealous of a of a 11th grader with three million dollars, but um, there is no 11th grader on this planet that needs three million dollars because they are not stable enough, they are not responsible enough, they are not mature enough to handle three million dollars. Um, but that's not my problem. But good for him. So, um, I don't know. I, I I don't know if there's anything else I really want to talk about. Uh, other than the Popeye's chicken sandwich is the best chicken sandwich. Um, but I did a, uh, a, I asked some people on, I asked them on Twitter and people I actually know said I was going to probably do a little AMA tonight. Uh, just ask some questions. And I literally said, ask me anything. I don't care what it is. Um, so I got some and I will answer these questions. Question number one, steak or chicken? Well, if you listen to the very beginning of this podcast, you probably know the answer to this. Chicken. I uh, will take chicken probably eight times out of ten over a steak. Now, I love I love me a filet, a good filet. I love hamburgers. Uh, I'm not a big T-bone or a strip guy. Um, I'm simple. Um, the fanciest thing I'll, I will get is a filet sometimes. Uh, but I've always kind of thought that I could be like a vegetarian if I could also eat chicken. Because I think I could give up, like, meat. I think I could give up the cow. And giving up pork would be probably pretty hard. But I think if I really set my mind to it, and for health reasons, if I needed to, I think I could give those up. But I don't know if I could ever give up chicken. Because I don't like fish, so I couldn't be a pescatarian. I think that's what it's called. Uh, But, like, if there was, like, a vegetarian with, like, a little asterisk to where I could eat chicken, that'd be me. I I think I could do it. Uh, But I don't need to. And I don't want to. So I'm going to continue to eat hamburgers and fillets because cows are delicious. Uh, spawn. Spawn was question number two. Um, there, there's That's all it says. So Spawn is a comic book character for Image. Uh, it's a big deal coming up because the three issue 300 is coming out. So I guess my the question is just my all-around thoughts on Spawn. Spawn is cool. Um... I haven't read a ton of Spawn because I always thought the art was better than the writing. And that's the general perception I got from people who have read Spawn. It's more about the art than the story. Uh, But Spawn's pretty cool. Um, The new movie that comes out might be good. Um, I don't have great hopes for it. But I always try to give stuff like that the benefit of the doubt. Uh, It's Todd McFarlane. He is, I think he's writing and directing, who is the creator of Spawn. So if anybody knows about Spawn, it's going to be the guy who created Spawn. Uh, but Jamie Foxx, I think, is supposed to be uh, Al Simmons, which is who Spawn is. So we'll see. Uh, I think Jeremy Renner is also in the movie. I haven't really kept up hugely with it. Hugely? Is that the word? Hugely? Uh, but Spawn is uh, going to be a DLC character for uh, MK11. So that's a thing. Uh, I'll probably will not pick up uh, issue three hundred. Uh, I have enough comic books that I currently don't read. Just ask my wife. There's a stack of trades, uh, probably ten, twelve 
high that I'm slowly narrowing down. Um, speaking of, uh, I'm almost done with Paper Girls. If you are looking to read a comic book that's not like Marvel or DC, because Image has been slaying it lately, um, check out Paper Girls if you like Stranger Things. Imagine Stranger Things, but instead of like the upside down, it's time travel. And it's really good. Like, really, really good. Uh, it just They just wrapped up issue 30, which was the series finale two weeks ago, I want to say. Two weeks ago. Um, so, definitely check that out if you're looking for something to read, something different. Uh, but Spawn is, Spawn is cool. Um, are oranges named orange because they're orange? Or is an orange called orange because oranges are orange? That is a mouthful. Oh, man, I just hit the thing with my iPad. And I have the answer to your question. Because I I, I didn't know. Um, the color orange is named after the appearance of a ripe orange fruit. The word comes from the old French orange, from the old term, for fruit. Pomme d'orange. Pomme d'orange. Uh, the French word, in turn, comes from the Italian blah, 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 blah. So... Uh, it looks like oranges because of orange. Oh, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? That's a good question, though. Uh, the citrus definitely got named first. So we named the fruit first, and then we just based the color off of the fruit. So the fruit was first. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. What is another question? Thoughts on It Part 2. Uh, I mean, I want to go see it. I probably won't go to the theater to see it because I very rarely go to the theater anymore unless it's on a Friday at like 11.30 to go see um, the new Marvel movie. I just don't have time to go to the theater. Plus, I have a two-year-old. Uh, and there, it's always weird asking people to watch your kid. I mean, there's people who would gladly do it for sure. But... I also like to spend time with my child because like, I'm pretty fond of her. I like her a lot, a lot. Uh, what was the question? Oh, it, part two. Man, I'm all over the place. This is what happens when you talk to yourself. You like start just having conversations, and then you just go from here to here to here to here because you look like a psychopath. Uh, it, part two. I liked the first it quite a bit. I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it at home. I liked it a lot. Um, so... I never, but the thing about it is, I never. I saw the original when I was like little, little, nah, like eight or nine. Um, my dad was a big Stephen King fan, um, but I don't, I don't understand if people can see Penny Pennywise all the time, or if it's just the kids that can see him. Because there's that one scene where like they're in the bathroom and like all the blood just starts going all over the bathroom and it's red and just everywhere and she's covered in blood and then the dad doesn't know and he comes to the bathroom and it's so I don't really get that. Did I assume all the kids that were floating are dead? And it just seems like only the I mean I guess I missed it. I'm sure someone's like, oh my god, I'm I. I've never read it because I only don't read normally. That was a weird one. Uh, I don't read normally unless it has pictures. <laughs> because I don't want to, basically. Because I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Uh, but yeah, I just had some questions about it that I don't really understand how people just don't 
they don't see him. But I mean, I'm excited. Uh, there's a couple of moments in the like the very beginning. What I liked about it was like the first hour and a half. It was kind of creepy, and then it no longer became creepy. That so it's not like a full movie of like on your on your seat suspense. Uh, but I, I like the first one. I'll watch the second one. Um, I'd like to go see it in theaters, but I know my wife will not go see it. She doesn't like scary movies anymore. She's an old lady now. Um, next question. Why do we drive? Oh, I'm sorry. Why do we park on a driveway and drive on a parkway? Man, I don't know this stuff. I don't know why you're asking me these. You know who you are. Uh, so here we go. I found an article from Mental Floss. Uh, I don't know how credible that is, but it was the first thing that popped up when I Googled it. Uh, the word drive and the word park existed long before automobiles. And if this is boring to you, tell me, because I will tell you who asked me these questions. This question in particular. Um, remember that whenever you write or speak, you're voting with your vocabulary, and languages change over time. Um, back in the 1800s, for example, parking meant to plant trees, flowers, and other bits of vegetation. A parking place, therefore, had nothing to do with a stationary vehicle. Instead, it was a location specifically designed to encourage diverse, extensive plant growing for non-agricultural purposes. Yet, many were soon com uh, commandeered for an entirely different objective. Um, you started having horse and buggies, and they would park there. So, parkways have nothing to do with the actual parking of vehicles, but what about driveways? Well, that particular word's been around since at least 1884. That's a very specific um, year. And has essentially meant the same thing ever since. Namely, that a path that connects some somebody's private property to a public road. However, while lengthy driveways were once the norm, hence enabled more driving, today's average specimen is little more than a dinky personal parking station. So there you go. There's the answer to that. Um, if you woke up tomorrow and Mortal Kombat did not exist, what would you do? Well, we'll just assume that that is a horse-ass question because it's not going to happen. But I will answer your question. Uh, it would suck, but I would always have the 11 games to fall back on. Uh, because you forget there was a there was a time period after well, after four before Deadly Alliance it was kind of MK was trying it was kind of floating around and kind of getting by um, but MK is a very it holds a very special place in my heart I've always loved Mortal Kombat uh, and not just because of the gore but just it was just the game that I continuously played over and over in the arcades when those were still around and even in the home release. Uh, I, I can't remember if I had it on Genesis or if I had it on Super Nintendo. I have one, two, and three on Super Nintendo now. Um, but uh, I would be devastated. But I think I would be okay. I've got en enough other things that I would be able to f focus my energy on. If uh, if MK did not exist, it would suck for sure. Um, I know that's not really the answer to the question, but I mean, it's it would suck. It would suck bad. Because, like, I know a lot of unnecessary nonsense about the MK universe and the lore. Like, it's not just ninja palette swaps. I mean, you do have that, but, um, yes. So, that would suck. 
Uh, who was your first celebrity crush? Well, I was thinking about this, and I, my answer is going to be a little weird because of when I grew up. Because I grew up in the in the early nineties, in the night, well, just in the nineties in general. Uh, but I'm very much a product of the eighties. And what I mean by that is my parents were both way into rock and roll. Uh, my name for anyone who didn't know, uh, is I'm named after the drummer of Van Halen, Alex Van Halen. Um, there were other options, but I'm not going to say if people who know, know. Uh, but there was a famous singer for a band that also starts with an A that I was almost named, but luckily one of my parents had some sense. Um, and so I, you know, I grew up watching movies in the eighties. Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies. Um, Breakfast Club is also one of my favorite movies, like of all time. Uh, there, those are movies that like I will just throw on on the background and watch, just just because. Um, so you can probably, the older people who are listening to this can probably see where I'm going with this. I would say the first girl that was a celebrity that I was like, oh my God, was probably Phoebe Cates in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And if you've seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you know exactly why. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. How many Totino's pizzas could you eat in one sitting? I'm thinking about like 10. No, honestly, probably. I mean, are we talking like the personal size Totino's pizzas? Or are we talking like the, the full-on regular size? Because a regular size, at my age, mm, probably one. If you're talking the personal ones, the little ones that are like, you know, six bites, mm, two uh, when I was like 18, I could have probably eaten three or four. I used to be able to eat an entire large pizza. No problem. I can barely eat like three slices now cause I'm old and I get indigestion and then I just feel bloated and I'm like, Bruh! and I just make the noise a lot. Um, so I'm going to say if we're talking just personal Totino's pizzas, I'm going to say I could force myself to eat two, but we're going to say, yeah, I won't say two. Eh, you just got to think about your health. I just don't want to walk around with, like, throwing up little those little square pepperonis all day. Um, let's see. Who is your favorite band? I know the answer, but I'm throwing you a bone here. Hey, thanks. Thanks, guy. The answer is Parkway Drive, because Parkway Drive is life, and they're the greatest band in the history of the universe. Uh, it's not for everybody. Uh, I am very much a heavy metal person. But if you looked at me, and you talked to me, and you see me at metal shows, you're going to be like, that dude stands out. Like, you go to metal shows, and most people are in black, with black, on black, more black, on top of black. Everybody's wearing black. Everybody's wearing band shirts. There's still people that wear chains. Basically, if you went to Hot Topic circa 2008, that's the stereotype for metal shows. Uh, I think metal is not necessarily becoming more mainstream, but I think it's becoming more prevalent. 
uh, in the United States. I mean, there's always been a, a metal, but I think there are more and more people who don't look like metalheads, present company included, that uh, listen to metal. And I think there's a lot of cross pollination. You listen to this one band, and then you know, with things like Pandora and Spotify, and it's like you might like this band because you listen to this band or you like this song. So I think there are more and more people listening to metal, which is great um, because metal gets a bad rap that it's all about worshiping Satan, uh, and that's not true because some bands do worship Satan, um, but not all of them. Um, But that's like saying every country song is about uh, your girlfriend breaking up with you uh, getting drunk and something about a dog, uh, but that's not true. So, um, metal gets pigeonholed into falsely as most, most things do. Uh, but metal is great. It's so great. It's the best and no one can tell me otherwise. Uh, but Parkway, so Parkway Drive, which is also not a very metal name, uh, they come from a small surf town in Byron Bay, Australia. And up until recently, if you saw them on stage, they seriously look like a bunch, they look like five surfers. And you're like, how are they this loud? Um, but recently, Winston, the lead singer, has become more goth. I don't want to say he's goth, but he's dressing in more of what you would expect a typical lead singer of a metal band to dress like. He's in all black. He's he's tatted from, like, head to toe. Well, not head, from, like, neck down. Uh, but he doesn't show his tattoos a lot. Uh, he used to just come out in board shorts and a T-shirt, uh, and they used to have, you know, it would be in sandals. Uh, but now they're, they're evolved, I guess. They've evolved their sound, so they've evolved their look. They're still the same dudes, but... Uh, lyrically, you know, that's kind of what I look for, uh, in a band. And I, I mean, I've seen Parkway, I think seven times. I may be miscounting, but I, I've seen them in Nashville. I've seen them in Charlotte. I've seen them in Atlanta and I've seen them in Cincinnati. Uh, about a month before my daughter was born, I drove to Cincinnati and back in the same day and, and that was after going to a three and a half hour concert. Uh, since uh, since I shit, Parkway does not play here. Uh, they had they they probably did at one point, um, but they typically play the bigger cities because they don't tour the U.S. often because they live in Australia, uh, and they're also a world band. Uh, they do a lot of festivals in the summertime, uh, playing in front of like a hundred thousand people. Um, so. When they are within driving distance, um, you better bet I'm probably going to go. But I've also, I've seen them in Atlanta like three times. I've seen them in Nashville like three times. Uh, Charlotte once, Cincinnati once. So I guess my my math adds up there somewhere. Uh, But part, I don't know. It's it's one of those things like when it's your favorite band, that's your favorite band and like it doesn't change. Uh, My dad, my dad loves Ozzy. Uh, People call him Ozzy. Uh, it's what people called him in high school and you know, it's my dad's favorite band. Um, even after all these years, um, and it's, it's weird to like say that's my favorite band because like there's no personal connection with anybody in the band, but like, I feel like I know everybody in the band. Uh, I've met Winston and I've met the drummer Ben. Um, and it was great. 
uh, just super like personable guys, super nice, just super chill. Um, and it's just, they're very admirable and they're easy to, to look up to. And I don't mean like idolize and worship. It's just like, you look at them and they're like, they're still the same dudes that they were in high school. One of my all time favorite documentaries, uh, that I've ever seen. And I've watched it. And like, normally you watch a documentary, you don't ever watch it again. I've watched it several times. It's, uh, home is for the heartless and it documents just uh just five best friends in a band touring the world and going to all these places and playing in front of all of these all of these crowds and just they they they're just great and they're so good like they're so freaking good um i was able to take uh my best friend zach has been three times i think uh, but I typically could go by myself, and I was able to take my dad once, which was was a big thing. It was actually, strangely enough, um, the first concert that I ever took my dad to uh, was Lamb of God, uh, and it was right after uh, Randy had been released from the Czech prison, and that's a whole other thing. He was falsely accused. Uh, he was exonerated from everything, um, but... Uh, strangely enough, my dad and I had never been to a show, never been to a concert until um, 2013, maybe 14, maybe 15. I don't know. I've been to a bunch of shows, so I kind of lose track of how many I've been to and where I've been with or who I've been with. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, if you are – interested in listening to Parkway I, I, I could talk all day long about Parkway I could go album to album song to song I, uh, deep dive lyrically why I think they're great uh, they speak to me like when you listen to a song you like you know you head bang and, and you jam to it and you're like I like the way this sounds but then when you listen to it and you really listen to the meaning of some of their songs and like it just hits you there's just a lot of a lot of their songs right around deep blue and atlas which is um, probably my two favorite albums uh that just kind of just speak to you and 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 more than just like songs like speak to you on like a, on a spiritual level if that makes sense uh and it's like sometimes you can't um you can't say what you want to say and you can't find the words to say it and then like you hear it in a song and you're like oh my god this is exactly what i've been trying to say um but thank you, you know who you are, for um, asking me that question because I love Parkway. I'm actually sitting next to a giant flag, uh, Parkway Drive flag. Uh, and I don't really, when I go to shows, I don't go to a ton of shows anymore. But when I do, they're Parkway shows. And I can easily drop uh, 80 bucks on merch. Um, I have a Parkway Drive on the back of my car. I have a Parkway Drive. I have a Parkway Drive sticker on the back of my car. Um, but yeah, man, Parkway is, Drive is like the greatest band ever, and that is obviously my opinion. Um, but I will argue with anyone who would disagree. Uh, but you should listen to more metal. That is the what you should really take from all that. Um, what's more questions? I don't have very many more. Um, what is the weirdest thing you've ever done? I mean, I was like racking my brain today when I got this question because I didn't, I don't know if I did in a lot of 
like majorly weird stuff, but I think I'm just inherently weird. Uh, but it's weird because I'm saying weird too much. A lot of things that I grew up that I was criticized for being weird for are things that are like super mainstream, like comic books, like video games, um, and collecting toys, action figures, um, comic books. I said that already. Like those are things that I still do to these days. To these days, I am losing my damn mind. I can't speak anymore. Um, those are things that I still do. Um, and I was trying to think. Hold on, water break. Ah, much better. So, uh, the weirdest thing I ever did, I guess, uh, I went through a phase probably in my early teens where a buddy of mine and I, we were big into wrestling. And so, I don't even know if this is weird. It's just downright dangerous and dumb. Um, but if he's listening to this, he knows exactly where I'm going with this because he was an accomplice. Um, we lived in a trailer park, my dad and I, and we had the, uh, the neighborhood. It was um, Sheffield Circle, I believe is what the neighborhood was. There was a creek back there that ran around the trailer park. And we weren't trailer trash. It was nice. I mean, for a trailer park. And, you know, the cool thing about it was is there was at least enough kids my age. There was probably six or seven. And uh, we had our own little, like, not gang. We had our own little club. We were called the Dog Pound. And uh, so I'm going to say Brandon, as he was known then. Um, But uh, should I say his name? I won't say his name. He may not want me to say his name. It doesn't matter. Um he and I, we started our own wrestling like promotion with action figures. And in wrestling, I don't keep up with wrestling anymore, but they had what was called an inferno match where the entire ring was surrounded by fire. So we thought in our infinite wisdom uh, as teenagers that we would have our own inferno match, not us personally, but with our action figures. And so um, we were down by the creek because at least we had the wherewithal to be like, well, if something catches on fire, we're near water. So, you know, duh. Uh, But it turns out that so when we lit one of the action figures on fire, uh, we had also brought some gasoline with us. (laughs) And unbeknownst to us, the gasoline had leaked into the creek because we kicked it over. And so we threw the action figure on top of the water and thus resulting in the creek being lit on fire. Uh, If memory serves, I laughed and was terrified. There was someone else with us who took off running and the eldest of the bunch, Brandon, uh, I believe he jumped in the water on top of the flames to get the flames out because if they could have eventually caught the trees on fire that were around the creek and we could have burnt we could have went to jail for arson. Uh, so weirdest, maybe dumbest. Uh, but I didn't do a lot of weird stuff. Uh, like I said, I'm inherently weird. Um, so that's a story. I didn't think I was going to tell that yet. But hey, you know. Um, and I think the last question 
Um, should college football players be paid? Also, why are you doing a podcast? Very disappointed in the person who asked this question because I answered the second part of that in the first episode because I fucking want to. But it's cool. You don't have to listen to it. I don't expect everybody to listen to every one of them. But for the ones who do and support, you're the best. You're the best. And next week, we Jacob and I came up with a name for our followers, for our, our supporters. I think you'll like it. Uh, so... Should college football players be paid? Uh, that's a can of worms that I'll touch on a little bit. And I'm going to alter the question and say college athletes. Because I don't give a shit about college football. If anyone is curious, I have three sports. College basketball, pro football, and hockey. NHL. Um, but I will almost watch any hockey because hockey's the best. Uh... And you were like, oh my gosh, you grow up, you, you live in the South, how do you not like college football? Because college football is boring to me. That's just me. Whatever. Uh, should college athletes be paid? Mm, yes and no. <laughs> I can't really answer the question. Uh, because the NCAA makes too damn much money for what is essentially for what essentially equates to free labor. Um, but it's not really free labor because they're getting paid in other ways. Uh, but you're silly if you think that college athletes aren't already paid under the table because they are. Um, but I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to alter that question and I'm going to focus on what I know more about. And that's going to be college basketball. Um, my, my thing about paying college athletes is this. If you, I guess you could treat it like a job, but in college basketball, the big thing is one and done. The team I root for. The team I have rooted for my entire life. The team I will continue to root for for the rest of my life, which is Kentucky. Uh, they're, you know, one and done. That's their thing. It's been their thing since Cal got there. Um, there are players that I'm glad leave after a year because they're awful. And then there are players that I wish would stay. And it's like, well... If you're a 19-year-old kid and you have a chance to go make $25, $50 million, you're dumb if you don't go. But that's if you're guaranteed to go. And most, a lot of those kids, they, they get pretty good advice. Um, but again, it's like, well, the NCAA makes an, an enormous amount of money. But that also goes back to the company you work for. The person who runs your company probably makes a shit ton more money than you do. So, it's not something I want to really get into in this episode, because I'm trying to cut it short, but I'm running at like 46 minutes. Um, but, uh, in a roundabout way, sure, but there has to be stipulations. Are you going to pay everyone? Are you just going to pay college football? Are you going to pay the track team? Are you going to pay uh, the swim team? Are you going to pay everyone the same? You got to remember, college football has NFL is fifty three man roster, but I guess, I think college football. I don't know if there's a limit. So are you going to pay everyone? Are you going to pay walk ons? Are you going to pay the five stars? What are the people on scholarships? So are you going to pay your five star quarterback the same as um, the person who walks on to the polo team? No, you're not because college football makes more money. So that in and of itself is a problem. Uh, because you know, and then you get into a whole lot of other things about equal pay and yada yada yada. Uh, so, in a roundabout way, if someone can show me 
how it will benefit or how it will work. Like everyone just say, yeah, pay college players, pay college football players. Okay. Do they stay like in terms of basketball, if you're going to pay the college basketball players, do they stay all four years? Do they stay two years? Do they have to sign a contract? Are they allowed to transfer? There are a bunch of, there's a bunch of gray area. I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but there's a, there's a gigantic gray area. Um, Cause then it's going to be like, well, if you're going to pay the athletes, are you going to just pay your regular students? Why isn't college free? You know, that's again, that's a, that's a whole can of worms and we can talk about that later. Uh, so yeah. So I have one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, two of my best friends have their own companies and I told them that I would shout out their companies. Uh, but one of them, the website's not working. He has a t-shirt shop. Uh, so I'm not going to shout him out, but I will shout him out in a later episode. But my best friend, Zach, who was the best man at my wedding, uh, I like to support my friends. And so I don't know if anybody who is listening to this podcast is big into, big into guitars, but Zach, uh, of mythos pedals, uh, he started making his own pedals and I told him to send for him to send me a little blurb. And I would give a shout out to, I guess this is our first sponsor in a way, even though we're not being paid, but that's okay. Um, so Mythos Pedals is a boutique guitar effect pedal company specializing in world-class overdrives and fuzzes. Designed and built right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, Mythos Pedals are used by players in every corner of the globe. So no matter if you're playing stadiums or rocking out in the garage, Mythos has a tone for you. Follow on Instagram at, at Mythos Pedals. That's M Y T H O S P E D A L S. And if you don't play guitar, but you know someone who does, send them Zach's way because uh, Zach is doing really well and I want him to be successful. Um, so, anyways, that is that. I'm tired of talking, I'm very tired. Uh, I'm actually going to see Zach tomorrow or today, or I already saw him depending on when you listen to this. Um, so hopefully, no, it's not going to be hopefully he will be back. I will drive to his house, his little cave and we'll pull his ass here and he has to complete this episode. The next episode, he is contractually bound to this podcast. Uh, but yes, uh, if you have any, uh, questions send us an email if you would like to or i would prefer to do it through twitter because i'm on twitter quite a bit uh but tell your friends to send us uh questions comments anything tell me the podcast sucks and i'll probably agree with you tell me the podcast is great and i'll probably agree with you uh but follow us on twitter at spag s-p-a-g policy pod that's s-p-a-g-p-o-l-i-c-y P-O-D on Twitter. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this little episode. I thought it was going to be short, but I kind of like to talk sometimes, and I like to ramble and stuff. So, um, one last thing. 